Damn it. Uh, what's wrong with you? I foolishly agreed to accompany my wife on an extreme sports calendar shoot. Oh, you mug. You plum duff. I have ordered not one, not two, but three crates of poppers. We are having it large. All right, don't rub it in. And it's Bank Holiday Monday. Recovery Monday. That's right, easing out the come down. This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? How's it going? Not bad. So, dude, I went and saw AC motherfucking DC last night. Uh, at the Senior Center? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been. No, actually, ACDC ended up playing the Oakland Coliseum last night. And a friend of mine, uh, remember Broken Dick, who yeah. uh, we interviewed on the How show? I forget. Yeah, he called up and he's like, hey, dude, I have uh, four free tickets to go see ACDC. Do you want to go? And I was like, all right. And as it turned out, they're in an actual skybox. He got tickets because I guess he knows this girl. I don't know if he's fucking this girl who is the executive assistant to some, like, unbelievably rich guy uh-huh. and this guy owns his own skybox wow at the coliseum yeah dude, how much are really those into the warriors or just yeah he's really into the warriors <laughs> but i mean i don't understand like so it's it's like basically your private suite there's 16 seats you have your own bathroom you have your own like uh, a waitress that comes and gives you beer uh-huh how much is Did that you and tom snoodle <laughs> oh yeah there's some snoodling going on you know dude acdc was playing <laughs> you should have seen who was dancing during shook me all night long uh-huh um, snoodle me all night long, but no, uh, yeah, dude, it was, it was fun. It's like, we actually got to go there. You didn't have to, we didn't have to, to deal with the commoners. You didn't have to use their bathroom. You had your own bathroom. Wow. And we had a free waitress service and it was only, it was to the, like, that's the, like all the shitty parts of going to a big, uh, ACDC concert are now removed from the equation. Dude, I would, this is the way to see a show. Like if what you're going to see a concert, wait, did you, I guess if you want to go get near some, trailer park bitch with high hair you can always go down to the floor right you can walk and you can commingle with the commoners yeah but uh, then you, you can, can just even, remove you can maybe yourself even shag one because you could say do you want to come up to my skybox come up to my skybox <laughs> let me get in your skybox i was like my my name is lord mcfarlane <laughs> i own this skybox all right but you know though acdc is a band i would never pay to see and these uh, tickets i probably would dude these tickets were a hundred dollars a piece just I would regular pay dollars, but I would pay thirty or to forty. You, you're a fan of ACDC. Yeah, they have a lot of good songs. I mean, did they, did they, I'm assuming they played like all their old stuff. Uh, they played, I'd like say, back in black and before, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they played all their old songs, all okay. their big hits. Yeah, I would go see that. I would pay forty dollars. But they also have a new album that just came out. That I'm not interested. I'm not even but interested it, in like Thunderstruck or any of that shit. But those either. songs, like the the new songs, sound exactly like the old songs. I know, but I'm it's just, just kind of pointless. I would, why, yeah, why, why don't you just play the old one then? But it just kind of cracks me up to see a band like that. Like you, you know, you look at ACDC and these guys probably what, haven't toured in ten, fifteen years. Maybe that's why people are paying a hundred bucks a piece. They're just a huge band. They're like Aerosmith. Like I mean, nobody I don't think is th- really thinks Aerosmith's any good, but they've been around for so many years. And they have so many loyal followers, and like 
you know, they're big internationally. Yeah, but the thing is, the difference between a band like Aerosmith or uh, the Stones or like David Bowie or, you know, Judas Priest even, I guess, to a point. And ACDC is like, so like uh, Aerosmith, they still kind of maintain some semblance of sex appeal. Dude, (laughs) ACDC. What? Dude, no. I mean, Steven Tyler probably gets a lot more ass than you and I times 30. Right, but that's not the Joe point. Joe Perry, that He's guy a, gets laid. Right, but that's not the point. Dude, have you seen Angus Young? No, but I've, that I've dude seen looks the like, other guys and they're not. It's, I, dude, I, what Angus do I know? Young looks like Buffalo Bill from Science of the Lambs. He's old, he's shriveled, he's wearing this like skin-tight schoolboy outfit that's just kind of creepy. Yeah, but Steven Tyler looks like Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> like Gollum crossed with one of those Gelflings from the Dark Crystal. Steven Tyler's had like, you know, countless plastic surgeries. All right. He's dude, kept his let's hair move up. On. I, didn't know, I didn't know you wanted to suck Steven Tyler's balls. But no, so but bad. what like, I'm saying is ACDC, <laughs> they're the trolls of rock and roll. Like you look at these guys and they don't really care. Like uh, Brian Johnson, the lead singer, the guy that replaced Bon Scott. He's would just kind of a the fat tip, dude. Would you take the tip of Iggy Pop's penis in your mouth? Just tell me that. Dude, just you, the tip. Have you seen Iggy Pop? Yes, but I and I I've just, told you that you're I just think they're all fucking ugly. Just the tip. Yeah, just the tip. You probably would. Wouldn't yeah, you? yeah. You think I he's mean, hot or something? For dude, he's Iggy Pop. He's my idol. You know, th- th- think about the bragging rights. Yeah, I don't know, but no, Angus is fifty three years old, which is kind of funny because he's only six years older than uh, than uh, you know Thomas that uh, took us to the show, which kind of cracked me up because I was looking <laughs> at, I was like, dude, Tom, that could be you up on stage. But Tom doesn't look bad for. No, he looks a lot better than Angus Young. Well, he that's hasn't for been, sure. Like doing coke and like get you know getting some strange every night for the past thirty years. Dude, and you know Angus has been Angus actually. I mean that dude wrote like all the songs. Like so every riff. Are, are there, is the rest of the band old? Like the old members, or do they, do they have like a young drummer or something? The, the only the only uh, the newest member actually is Brian Johnson, the singer. Really? Like yeah. everyone else is original. He just came on the scene because the other guy. Yeah, but car, that was like right? in 1980. Yeah. So like, yeah, for the past you know 20 some odd years or whatever, um, yeah, it's, it's been like all the original members. So there's no like Buckethead in the band. Or no, like no, that. it's not like Guns N' Roses. But you know what was funny about it? I was thinking it's been a long time since I've actually seen a huge production, like a rock show. When's the last rock show you saw where they had like pyrotechnics and like fire blowing out on on the stage? Uh, when we tricked your brother into going to see Judas. Judas Priest by fooling him into thinking that their hit song was called Mustache Bottom. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Rob Halford at that, yeah, that motorcycle, the Harley. The Harley. And there was, I'm pretty sure there was some flames. I think there shooting. was some fireworks or something. And then before that, it would have been Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the Iron Maiden had Eddie some Puppet stage antics. That. At the end of uh, the very last number, they did For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. And they had Jesus. like eight cannons in the back. So it's like, For Those About to Rock. And it's like, boom, boom, boom. Like shooting. It was, dude, it was so loud. It was deafening. Is this an encore? Did they go off the stage and come back? Yeah, this is their encore Dang. song. It was the end. And they're just like, Oakland, thank you. And How the hell do we get out of here without being shot? But dude, the the best part about the show, and this is I'm gonna cap it here, is on the way there we actually got pulled over on the Bay Bridge by Uh California Highway Patrol because Ian Sleazy E, who was in the back seat sitting next to me, wasn't wearing his (laughs) seatbelt. Is that unbelievable? Yeah. Did, did, he did you even? That he didn't know because he's from a foreign country. No, he was just like I, you know, I, I, I didn't realize, you know, that you had to wear your seatbelt in the back seat, and he's like, it's a law. And I as soon that. as I, I saw the cop, I was just riding around this past week in a car without a seatbelt. Dude, what about seat. a cab? Do you wear your seatbelt in the back seat of a cab? No, dude. 
Dude, who, I don't want to this... reach. First of all, I'm not going to reach down in the crevice of a cab seat to like grab the buckle. That's disgusting. And find all the squishy boots. Yeah. yeah it's disgusting. But no, like, this cop kind of had it out for us. Like, he pulls up alongside of us and he's kind of looking in the car. Well, you are three rockers going to a rock show. I mean, Dude. I mean, they're probably smoking doobies. There, there was no joint smoking, and yeah. uh, we had drank like two beers. Yeah, you do so, look like hipsters, though. The lot of you. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. But Age, yeah, this, aging hipsters. I but you know what the thing is? Like this cop was totally baiting us, and you could tell like he was waiting for one of us to be like, "Dude, what the fuck?" You know, people are getting raped right now. People are smoking crack. You could right. go and bust them, but you're... Yeah, but he's a highway patrol, so that's not really his job. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Whatever. He his like... job is just to fuck with people. On he the kept highway. accusing Thomas of drinking, even though Tom's like, dude, give me a breathalyzer. I just got off of work. And the guy's uh-huh. like, well, I'm going to cite you in the back seat for not wearing a seatbelt. You I didn't see, so, so you got a, off the hook. It was an empty threat, him, him uh, challenging Thomas of drinking? Oh, yeah, no. He kept... He like, he's just, just like, well... He, I might. <laughs> no, he made him stick his Don't head out the me. window and shine a flashlight and just like, follow the flashlight. All right, you've been drinking something. And Tom's like, I haven't. He's like, okay, you've been smoking something. He's like, a cigarette. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to cite you in the back seat, and you got off lucky today. Points at me. I was like, oh, thank you. Did he have a mustache? Oh, yeah. Just a dick <laughs> and like a buzz cut hair. It's just like, whatever, dude. Nice. But yeah, Ian was just looking at him the whole time like, this is an outrage. He was just pissed. He was pissed. Yeah, English people always say that. So, uh, Wackerly, did you enjoy the Thanksgiving festivities, the four-day weekend? Yeah, I got stuffed turkey stuffing and cran- my sister cran- had, cran- cranberry sauce. My sister had a hell of a spread going on that night. Yeah, but she didn't cook any of that shit. No, she just hosted. <laughs> and my dad was in town. You got to hang out with a rabbi. Right, but he'd been... By the time I got there, he'd been to, like, two other Thanksgiving parties that day, and he was basically comatose. No, he wanted to... You know, it was funny. My brother... my Well, basically, my brother took him to, I guess, this guy named Daddy Mike, who's this big 300-pound leather daddy, was having a Thanksgiving celebration. Uh-huh. And my brother's like, so you and Dad are going to come with me, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, Dad might go with you. I'm going to stay home and watch football. And he was just like... No, dude, you got to come to Daddy Mike's. You know, it's going to be a good time. I'm like, yeah, you should just go. And so, yeah, I think it'll my... be about as good of a time as he had when we made him go to see Judas Priest. Yeah, but there'd still be just as many leather daddies there. Yeah, I guess maybe he. Yeah, it's probably yeah, maybe... similar for him. Dude, Judas Priest would be way better. No, but so my dad went there, and I think yeah, he like had eaten what three times that day. So by the time he was at my sister's, he was just ready to pass out in like a Jew coma. Yeah, or something. But no, it was there was a lot of drinking going on. It was kind of a good time. Some good uh, food. I didn't overdo it, though, on Thanksgiving, I'm proud to say. A couple people did at the house, so there's some puking. <laughs> some puking action in the bathroom, which is kind yeah, of funny. Yeah, that. But no, it wasn't you, Wackerly. I was kind of surprised. You kind of kept puke, it in check. I but I usually pass out or start saying ridiculous things. Yeah, no, I you, feel bad for you definitely kept it in check that night. I was kind of surprised. So, dude, yeah, my dad came out here for like almost 10 days. When did and, he leave? Uh, he left on uh, Monday night, uh, last night. And so, or no, two nights ago. Yeah, he left uh, two nights ago, Monday night, and I was like, thank God, dude. On Saturday, I mean, I spent a lot of time with him, but Saturday in particular, we went to the AT&T store to buy him a new cell phone, which took about three hours. Why? Because he wanted to try every phone in there. He wanted try to, he how? Wa- to hold he it wanted, to his head? No, I had to call him, and he would listen to the phone and see if he could talk into it. <laughs> well, do they dude, have the numbers printed on the phone? I've never even thought of that. 
No, he would call my phone oh, from it, and then we, right. yeah, and then we call. But no, so what but, is he listening for? Clarity or he wants to know if he can hear quality? it. He's hard of hearing. He shouldn't. He's too old to have a cell phone. I was trying to tell him that, <laughs> but uh, no, he doesn't understand. He, and he kept saying like every phone. He's like, this is too complicated. This one's too complicated. And I was like, Dad. How old is your cell phone? He's got one of these huge cell phones from, yeah, like, 1999. Those are coming back in style. I've seen the kids in the mission. But, dude, that. I mean, it's like, <laughs> do you ever see that jitterbug cell phone that they have in old people magazines? No. It just has, like, you know, the big Two numbers. You can call it. Yeah, it's like three buttons for your kids. <laughs> he needs a phone like that. I've seen those for, you know, five-year-olds. They have them for old people, too. Yeah, no, they them for old people and kids. <laughs> but so the, the, the AT&T sales rep there was trying to sell my dad the fucking iPhone. And I'm yeah, looking yeah, at him. Yeah, your dad's going to get along yeah. with that thing very well. I'm looking at the guy. I was like, you know, you're not helping matters here. I'm just trying to get you a quick and easy sale by giving him the most basic phone. You're trying to sell him the iPhone, which you know he's never going to be able to figure out. And so, like, yeah. Look at this guy. No, I, I got, my dad's like, oh, I want to see the iPhone. I was like, here, dad, see if you can even turn it on. <laughs> He couldn't. He doesn't have any buttons. He's probably like, you have to where unlock are the buttons? <laughs> no, he was so confused. He was looking at, you know, he was just kind of looking at it like, you know, reading hieroglyphics or something. Uh-huh. Completely confused. Not Hebrew, though. No, not Hebrew. No, he didn't know no, how to use it. If it was a Hebrew, a, an Israeli he iPhone. He that re- represents or resembles, you know, like a big scroll. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the Torah. <laughs> you open it up and, yeah, you just sort of. Yeah, and you can add, you know, it has all, all sorts of gadgets and cut foreskins off. It's yeah. like it's the ultimate rabbi cell phone. Yeah. No, so anyway, and we ended up buying my basic cell phone after three hours. Then another hour at the Contemporary Jewish Museum. That was great. And I then, wanted to go there. It's brand new. They renovated it. New building. Was it cool? Actually, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I, yeah. ju- I just figured it was going to be like Jewish history. But it's, it's yeah, like but an there, art like, museum. Yeah, lots of hot Japs in there? Jewish a lot American of tourists. Brand- See, actually, there were, some, there were a couple hot chicks yeah. in there. Not all. Go, I don't I know if they're all Jewish. It might be a good place for you to hang out. <laughs> wear that, um, you know, that that long raincoat that you wear in public places. Shave <laughs> <laughs> my Hitler mustache. But uh, so afterwards, we went and saw the uh, the new movie, the new Sean Penn movie, Milk. Have you seen that yet, Wackerly? No, but I've been looking into it, and like since the movies come out, I've been looking into the actual history of what happened. You so know, when I do get to see it, I can be like inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed I was going to hate it. I, you know, Sean Penn, he's like all the movies that that dude makes He's a good actor, now, but he's a douche. He's so self-righteous. Yeah. I mean, it's like he's, he'll only, I think you even pointed this out, he'll only choose a role if it's like Oscar worthy. Right. It has some enormous, like in your face, Social totally impact. obvious yeah, message. The last movie, good movie he did was Mystic River. Or that, uh, no, that, that was a good movie, but it's just like, you know, dead men walking and yeah. uh, and this, and even this the to a point. Plays the tart. <laughs> What, oh yeah, what was that? <laughs> Sam I Am, I yeah, think it was. Sam I Am. Yeah, but he played full retard in that one. He went a little too far. Then you know, I did lost respect. Did he get an respect. Oscar for it? He probably like, did. Not, nice tarting it up <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, but Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man. Did he get an Oscar for that? I think so. I mean, you know, they should reprise those should, roles. Another intro is going to be, you know, best tarred performances. Actually, that's a good idea. Next Julia time we Lewis do some. Did one. You know, we should do sick and wrong retard movie review. That's a good idea. <laughs> retrospective. Yeah, retrospective. Review implies that they're new, but we'll go back through the whole history. So, as much as I dislike Sean Penn, he was actually pretty good in uh, in Milk. So was Josh Brolin played uh, Dan White, yeah, John, the guy that's Josh Brolin's awesome. And uh, James Franco, that dumbass from Spider Man, he actually wasn't that bad. He but they all played Pineapple gay, Express. They all played gay characters, which is kind of funny because I don't think any of them are gay. 
Uh, not that I know of. Well, Sean Penn's kind of puffy. So well, he was married to Robin Wright Penn, the chick from uh, Princess Bride. So well, she's a fox. He can shag a good, good. But you know ass. what's interesting about Harvey Milk? I didn't know anything about the guy. I knew he was like a politician. He was assassinated. Yeah, but the camera you know, store owner before he was a politician. He was a liquor store owner. Camera store. Oh, camera store. Yeah. God, I got liquor on my mind. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, you know, I didn't know that much about Harvey Milk, and after seeing the movie, it was kind of interesting. I mean. It really wasn't, you know, I was expecting to be bored and uh, just kind of sitting there like, oh, great, another biopic. I mean, how, it- how much bullshit do you have to sit through before you get up to the, you know, the interesting events? Uh, the you're gonna, end, I guess, right? I guess you kind of have to sit through a good hour and a half of bullshit talking about his life and his rise to prominence. So, so he was a politician. Yeah, I guess he was originally from New York, but he was the first openly gay man to be elected to public office in California. Hmm. A member of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. Right. But yeah, he owned a camera store, and I guess he lived in the Castro. He became openly gay, and uh, he was outspoken, animated, and outrageous. He was kind of crazy. He had a <laughs> lot of friends. And uh, uh-huh. the, the interesting thing is he campaigned for city supervisor like five different elections till he finally got elected. After, well, yeah, um, back then, I mean, there were still like a lot of blue collar conservative people in the city. That yeah, that just, they like, were just like, we don't want a gay now politician. It's like you, now it's like you couldn't, as a straight person, run against a gay candidate and win. It would never happen because everybody would be like, well, we're not going to vote for that fucking straight white asshole. No, dude. Now it's it's so far it's so far to the left here that yeah. they could never you could never and do that. Like similarly, you know, the newspapers, any movie that has any type of a gay theme automatically gets five stars. In the oh, paper. dude, you should have seen what the that? Guardian. Oh, dude, the Guardian was jacking off all over this movie. Yeah. They're producing their own milk for milk. But uh, no, so uh, Harvey Milk was known as the mayor of Castro Street, and uh, yeah, finally in 1977, he finally was able to uh, be elected as city supervisor. Right, he wasn't really a mayor though. I've heard multiple people, like on mainstream radio, say that like, oh yeah, this mayor was killed. It wasn't no, he was the mayor of. He dubbed himself Quote, the mayor unquote, of Castro mayor, Street. Yeah. He I mean, but there, but there is no mayor of Castro Street. No, so no, yeah, but no, he, he was. I'm just for the folks who aren't from around here. Yeah, he was the city supervisor, and he didn't last all that long. He didn't supervise all that long. He lasted about 11 months, and then on November 27th, 1978, the actual San Francisco mayor George Moscone and Harvey Milk were both assassinated by Dan White, who was another city supervisor who had uh, recently resigned and uh, won his job back. And Dan White was a former police officer. Yeah, he was a police officer. He was like a fireman, and uh, he was. From, <laughs> Are you and, sure he wasn't gay? Was he a construction worker <laughs> and an Indian also? <laughs> he was in. He was. He was in Vietnam, so he was a soldier. So he was an army man. He was an army man so too. He was like three out of five away from being of the village, of village people. people. Yeah, if, if you're at straight. four, you're gay. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, you know that's what was interesting is they tried to make it seem like. I think the movie kind of had this slant that uh, he was kind of homophobic, and this right. was a homophobic assassination. Right, which is total bullshit from everything I've read. Like, Somewhat. I don't know. I mean, it was kind of a gray area. I don't I, think it was a gray area. His campaign advisor, I just read an article in the SF Weekly that his campaign advisor was openly gay, and the guy's being he, – he was quote, interviewed for this article saying, like, you know, he wasn't homophobic at all. He was very receptive to gay issues. He got Harvey Milk – um, appointed to two like uh, committee chairships in on the board of supervisors. Well, he was extremely competitive, and I think he and Harvey Milk. What butted, does that have to do with being heads. homophobic? He wasn't. What was homophobic was the 
what the, the legal action that proceeded, like what what ended up happening, what he was charged with, and that's what the movie kind of portrayed. But let let me let All me explain right. what actually happened. So so Dan White, I guess, was a supervisor. He resigned his position because he wasn't making enough money, and uh, so what he ended up doing is I guess he resigned, and then he decided he wanted his job back. Moscone said at first he could have it, and then he was like, well, I kind of think I should appoint someone a little more in line with the growing ethnic diversity of San Francisco. Right, because everybody, even though Harvey Milk was there, everybody was white at that point. Yeah, and so I think, you know, and this guy's last name, his surname was White. <laughs> so I think he wanted someone a little more liberal. And Dan so White, yeah. what ended up happening at the same time is, uh, is actually eight days before the assassination, is the Jonestown massacre happened in Guyana? Uh-huh. So this is like sh- shortly after uh, Jim Jones, you know, commits everyone to drink the Kool Aid, and so um, right right after that, uh, Moscone planned to announce. This is on November twenty seventh, nineteen seventy eight. White's re- uh, official replacement on the board of supervisors. Half an hour before the press conference, Dan White entered City Hall through a basement window to avoid metal detectors. Uh, witnesses heard him shouting with Moscone, Mayor Moscone, and then they heard gunshots. A white shot the mayor once in the arm, then three times in the head after Moscone had fallen on the floor. White then quickly walked to his former office, reloading his police-issue revolver with hollow-point bullets along the way. He intercepted Harvey Milk, asked him to step inside for a moment, and uh, then people heard gunshots once again. Diane Feinstein heard the gunshots, called police, Uh, She found Milk face down the floor, shot five times, including twice in the head at close range. Who played Diane Feinstein in the movie? Do you know? Uh, I didn't didn't recognize her. Yeah, it was some no-name. But it was uh, Diane Feinstein who announced to the press, Today, San Francisco has experienced a double tragedy of immense proportions. My duty to inform you that both Mayor Moscone and Harvey Milk had been shot and killed. So a lot of people resent her for that because she was, even though she's a Democrat, she's always been sort of a mainstream, old guard-type Democrat, and uh, a lot of people feel that she used this, like, you know, As she just kind of jettisoned for, her to a uh, gay community to sort of, yeah, rocket herself into, you know, she's now the California senator, and people, people think she's going to come back here and replace Arnold Schwarzenegger. She's going to run against him for governor. So you think she kind of used this to just catapult her to uh, Me, political I no success? I, mean, I wasn't even, what, how, when did this happen? I was three 78, years old. 78, yeah. yeah. So Milk, Milk was 48 when he died. People say that. And Moscone was 49. Mm. So what's interesting... 48 for a gay man, that's like... <laughs> that's <laughs> that's like, like being 80. Yeah, 90. <laughs> You're not getting any ass. So, as you can imagine, Dan White's trial caused quite the sensation. I guess uh, it showed the tensions between the liberal population and the city police, so the conservatives. Uh Um, I guess after White confessed and turned himself in, he sat in his cell while his former colleagues on the police force told Harvey Milk jokes, (laughs) which I wish I could have found some because it'd be kind of funny. You really searched hard? I looked at, you know, I Googled some Harvey Milk jokes, couldn't find any. Police openly wore free Dan White t-shirts days after the murder, which is kind of nasty. So the, the funny part about it, and the reason I want to bring this up is, so White actually... How can you not be, if you're a cop, your, ma- your boss of bosses is the mayor. So some dude shoots him, and you're wearing a shirt that says free Dan White, and you don't get immediately fired? That's, Dude, uh, it amazes odd. me that they would show up at work with free Dan White shirts. Right. I mean, I guess I can understand the Harvey Milk jokes, you know, homophobic cops. Plus, it's a hilarious name. But yeah. <laughs> Harvey Milk. For a gay guy. 
So the funny thing about it is you've heard of the Twinkie defense, right, Wackerly? Oh, yes. So this is where it all stemmed from, is this, this case here with Dan White. I guess White's defense attorney, Doug Schmidt, argued that he was not responsible. White was not responsible for his actions, using the legal defense known as diminished capacity. Uh, good people, fine people with fine backgrounds, simply don't kill people in cold blood. Uh, Which is uh, totally untrue. Well, apparently Schmidt said, yeah, exactly. I think we've proven that here on the show. Schmidt said that White's mental deterioration was demonstrated and exacerbated by his junk food binge the night before the murder, since he was usually known to have been health food conscious. Area newspapers quickly dubbed it the Twinkie defense. So what was this dude doing? Like shoving, like inhaling Twinkies the day before and was just like, sugar high, gotta go kill the gay city supervisor. Well, that's the point of the defense, right? See, this is the dumbass type of fucking defense you get when you hire a non-Jewish lawyer. Schmidt. (laughs) Uh, Do you think a Jew would try that bullshit? No. No, dude. Well, I don't know. Did it work, though? (laughs) And believe it or not, it actually did work. Okay, so everybody uh, in 1978 is retarded. White was in the general society. White was acquitted of the murders and in 1979. He was found guilty of voluntary manslaughter of both victims, but was sentenced to serve, serve uh, seven and two-thirds years. He, he ended up serving a little more than five years for two murders of Moscone and Milk. And then in October 22, 1985, I guess a year and a half after his release from prison, he moved back to San Francisco and he was found dead in a running car in his ex-wife's garage. He was 39 years old at the time. Why the fuck he couldn't kill himself in jail? He spent five years in jail, then he gets out, then he kills himself? And then he kills himself. Weird. Yeah, but it's just kind of sad, though. I mean, it's interesting to me that this guy, you know, could commit two cold-blooded murders. I mean, he premeditated this. He went through the basement window, shot these guys, point-blank range, and he gets, what, five years? Yeah. So you, you don't think there's any though. homophobia involved with that? No, I mean, he was freaking out. They, you think, I mean, I'm not just making this up to be contrary or, like, you know, take the conservative... You're always view- a contrary. Take the conservative viewpoint. I've read from multiple sources, one of them being Diane Feinstein, who just recently made her first, like, public statement since the events happened about them. And she said Dan White was not homophobic at all. It wasn't about homophobia. It was about him feeling that he was losing, you know, he lost his job, he's losing his income. But he resigned, though. That's the, that's the thing. It's like, that's what people don't know. He wasn't fired from the position. He resigned and then was begging right, for a job back. Right, because he thought he was going to be able to get a job somewhere else, which he couldn't. So he's freaking out. He thought he was going to have income for someplace else. He tries to get back in. And, you know, it's not going to happen. He's between, he's, one, you know, at one of those dead ends. This is what always happens when people freak out and, like, murder their go wives postal. or something. Yeah, they yeah. just feel like, you know, there's no, there's nothing else. There's no other option for them. And th- I don't even know what he I just don't understand. I just don't understand how they could prove diminished mental capacity. I don't think that would fly now in 2008. I don't even remember the initial point. I was, oh, the point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he was, I think he was nuts. But he should be responsible for it. I mean, he wasn't like t- he didn't think he was a glass of orange juice. Well, no, and exactly. plus think about it this: he shot Moscone, and even as you described it, I have no idea how it's portrayed in the movie. But he shot Moscone. Milk got shot because he ran into him. Yeah, he, he wasn't. Milk was he wasn't on his hall. way to kill Milk. He was just walking down the hall after. Like I just shot the fucking mayor. Now you're here. 
But then he called him into an office and shot him, too. Well, right, but it's like, you know me. You know I'm not supposed to be here. You know I got fired. You know my face because we're friends, and I just shot the mayor. Like, I got to kill you, or there's no, there's no way I'm getting away with this. I just think in this day and age, if something like this happened, assassination political figure of, of, of that stature... Oh, there'd be I a think, much bigger witch hunt. Yeah, he would yeah, never get out. And, and I think he would be you know sentenced to jail for life, unless he was O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Yeah. Then he'd probably get off. He yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have the OJ exemption. But people, I do recommend the movie Milk. It's it's definitely entertaining. I, you know, Sean Penn is fine in it, even though he kind of annoys me. What but, are they going to call this movie when they make it into a porno? It's got to yeah. be Milk. The you know, other I, Milk. I wonder if there, there must be like a gay porn version of the Harvey Milk story. Like Dan White gets it on with Harvey Milk and then shoots him at the end. Yeah. Or, he shoots at Oliver's face. Both of them have kind of gay surnames. I don't yeah, know. Milk and white. Well, you should go check it out, Wack. I think it's I think it's playing across the country now. So, but not in the not in the yeah, large I'm sure, theaters. I'm sure it's going over big in the Midwest. <laughs> my my parents are going to go see it tomorrow. I'm sure. Well, people, this is episode 151 here. Sick and wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. I did a story about Aussie surgery fosters anesthesia gone awry. Uh, Wackerly did a story about an Argentinian police chief who committed suicide on live TV. And a listener sent in a story about a, um, what was this? A UK chainsaw eviction. So uh, believe it or not, a listener and myself tied at 84 votes apiece. And Being, I won? No, uh, you came in third oh, with that. Or you came in the back with uh, 36 votes. But being that uh, when it's a tie here on Stick and Wrong, winner goes to the house. So uh, I ended so up works, taking people. episode uh, 150. Sorry there, listener, but keep in sending the stories, you know? Keep that hope alive. One day you'll you'll get the recognition of winning a sick and wrong. Then you can kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you can go kill yourself with some gay politicians. Uh, people, you know the way the show works. Wanker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week, present them here on the show, audience votes, and a uh, winner gets a case of beer. Uh, we also throw in a wild card with a listener submission, which you can send to sickandwrongpodcast at uh, hotmail.com. Wanker, I believe you started last week, so uh, let me kick off. Episode 151 with uh, my story. Here's my story for episode 151. It's kind of a throwback to a story that we did in a previous episode. I'm not going to name the episode yet. At the end, I'll mention it, see if you remember this one. So this story took place at a Minnesota nursing home. Mean girls allegedly spit at and poked patients. Defendants face up to one year, one year in prison, $300,000 fines if convicted. $300,000 for poking an old person? Oh, they did worse than poking. Oh, okay. Brianna Bratisman, 19 years old, and Ashton Larson um, are charged with abusing patients in a Minnesota nursing home. They reportedly spit, poked, and rubbed the genitals of at least seven residents at the Good Samaritan Society Nursing Home in Albert Lee, Minnesota. Rubbed the genitals? Rubbed the and genitals. This is a bad thing? You know, that's, that was kind of like what I was going to bring up here with this story. If you've seen the pictures of these two girls, both are like candidates to being barely legal. I mean, they're both really hot. They're both Young. like 19. Now, but both if of I'm them 90 could be. years old and 
basically 90% senile or fully senile. I don't even give a fuck what they look like. No, dude. I mean, th- and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I guess if you're that old, you probably wouldn't even care. You're just kind of enjoying the attention. Yeah, but, every chick is hot. The 60-year-olds are hot to you at that point. Like, oh, look at that young filly. But, dude, I would almost pay both these girls large sums of money to $300, do. $300,000? <laughs> well, I would pay them money to do what they did to these old people to me. Uh-huh. Like, listen, listen to what they did Have here. Have your little nursing home fantasy dungeon? <laughs> oh, dude, no. This, this sounds like fun. I would let them rub my genitals. I'd let them poke. I'd let them spit on my genitalia. I don't care. Six, um, six other people, uh, nurses, they were also named in the complaint, but are identified only by their initials can because I, they're can, minors. Can I book my spot at this nursing home now? <laughs> you know, for like, you know, whatever, 30 years from now, I'm... Just, just like 35. put your name in, register early. Yeah, register early. I'll put down a deposit. I just want to make sure I get in there. Yeah, but dude, now after these charges happen, I bet you they're going to replace it with all male staff. It'll all be forgotten in 30 years. Yeah. Well, they face a total of 11 criminal charges, and uh, Larson here faces 10, including assault and abuse of a vulnerable adult with sexual contact. Apparently, the police department launched an investigation after they were notified of the suspected abuse of the adults were suffering uh, of the adults that were suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia. So they were basically abusing patients who didn't even have the mental capacity to report them or even report the abuse. Right, but I, when does the abuse come in? I haven't heard anything that's abusive. And actually having Alzheimer's would be great because the best time this happens is the first time. Like you're just having a shitty time in the nursing home and this hot nurse comes in and jerks you off. You're like, holy shit, this is great. But then the next time you might be like, well, yeah, I hope she drinks me out today. But if you have Alzheimer's, every time is like the first time. Well, like, I can't believe this is happening. But all the patients Amazing. aren't male, though. <laughs> They're female patients, too, that were being yeah, abused. Women like women. We, we know that. So in an interview with the police, one of the ladies here, Breutzman, admitted to poking a patient in the breasts and said that uh, numerous videos and pictures were taken of them abusing the residents. <laughs> and that's how they always get caught, these young ones. You no, know, seriously, the, the youngins camera? take videos, oh, they put them on video, YouTube, right. or put them on MySpace, and that's how they get caught. Total YouTube moment. Seriously, material. you need to you need to eradicate the trail. Yeah. I mean, you you got to cover, cover up the people, tracks. It's this thing where all young people, really, all they are concerned with is somehow becoming famous. Bragging rights. That's it's exactly what it is. It's not bragging rights. I think it's famous. They think they're going to be the next... What Star Wars kid or what's or, some other? Yeah, or celebrities. you know, like Perez Hilton or something. Yeah, I don't get it. One of the minors involved in the abuse told authorities that uh, Breutzman and Laura would play with the patient's cane, ride it like a horse, and spank the patients on the buttocks with it. Is it the cane? Oh, it's a real cane. Not it's a yeah. It's a not, not a euphemism. Yeah, no. <laughs> According to the criminal complaint, the teen also admitted to spitting water in the mouths of residents, lying in a bed with a resident, kissing her, and inserting her fingers into the patient's rectum, and then sticking it in her mouth. Um, <laughs> that I'm not so bad. <laughs> Insert, wait, inserting her fingers in this nurse's rectum, her own rectum, and then putting it in her in No, the in the patient's rectum. Oh, yeah. She would insert her finger in the patient's rectum and put it in her mouth. Not cool. Uh, Broisman also, uh, that she claimed that Broisman would sit with her bare ass on patients' faces, which actually I wouldn't be complaining about. I'm totally down with that. Dude, I would almost even take a finger in the ass, put it, my own finger in the, my ass, put it in my mouth to have her sit on my face butt naked. If that was coming naked. next, it'd be worth it. 
Dude, that would be totally rad. Especially if you're an old guy, you haven't gotten anything in like what, 20 years. You don't even <laughs> what, remember what how to get anything. <laughs> Can no. I go there right now? Can I'm, I put some like old man makeup on and go here? I'm just saying that the Good Samaritan Society nursing home is better than a deja vu strip club. Yeah. Oh, I'm a feeble old man. <laughs> uh, can I get a bed, please? <laughs> When does that hot bitch come around? <laughs> you already got your pants on. Yeah, no, and I can shitting in a pan in bed. That's kind of good in, a, in and of itself. Yeah, actually, you know, <laughs> to get up, it's I relaxing. Watch TV all day. It's relaxing. They'll give me drugs. Another unidentified teen claimed that uh, she recalled an instance when one of the girls had been washing a guy up and was rougher than they needed so he could get an erection from it. I like rough. They engaged in erection competitions. So the two girls would wash these old diseased men and see who could get them to have a boner first. Which yeah, actually... I'm failing to see how this story is at all sick and wrong. I guess you're trying to tell it from the girl's perspective. What I'm... I just keep thinking of it from my old man perspective. This is what... Okay, Wackily, you need to step outside of that mindset. And you need to look at it objectively. Let's say this was your grandmother whose finger was being inserted into her ass and then into her mouth. Would didn't you really want like that my, to happen? Didn't really like my grandmother. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't want it to happen, but there's worse things that go on in nursing homes, God knows. You know, I guess, I don't know. The, that's the thing with me. It's, it's, you know, I find this story if kind of... If it was my grandpa, I'd be like, fuck yeah, gramps. <laughs> High five. Like either, but... <laughs> but the erection competitions, dude, I don't see how that's bad. Having her bare ass in my face, I don't really see how that's bad either. I, I guess the only thing that's really all that sick and wrong is um, the finger insertion in the buttocks. Maybe uh, that's about it? Yeah, and the rest of it makes that worth it. I don't know. So the teens could face up to one year in prison, $300,000 in fines, or both if convicted on the charges. Apparently, Mark Anderson, the administrator of the nursing home, said uh, he was de devastated when he heard about the allegations. Our hearts are in the right place. We're moving forward. Our heads held up high. I don't know. Maybe he should do a little background check on who he hires. That uh -huh. might be me. So, Wankerly, do you recall the story that this kind of reminded you of? No. Or reminds me of? No. So, you know, it, it's, I'm going to have to jog your memory a bit here. Last week. I'm going to have to jog your memory. But the first story I ever did on Sick and Wrong, and I guess it's the main reason I ended up doing this story, First story, episode one of Sick and Wrong, I did a story about nursing home worker revenge, where the gals, the day shift gals, would pump up their patients full of X-lax. So when the night shift gals came in, their patients would be shitting all over the place. And so the night I shift gals at the end that. of their shift would give them all sorts of, like, um, you know, X-lax. Right. So, then so the, the day shift patients gals were nothing more than the delivery mechanism for revenge. Or for feces. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, delivering fecal revenge, basically. So, so this story is kind of similar in a way. It's just uh, mean girls abusing the elderly for their own amusement. Yeah, but I still I don't see how the old men aren't really getting a lot out of this. I'm talking about if the I old have women. An, if I have, like, millions and millions of dollars, can I just show up? as like on the verge of senility or maybe even a little bit into it, like at one of these legal brothels in Nevada <laughs> and just be like, here's a lot of money. Take care of me till I die. <laughs> you just get a room permanently. And you just live in a trailer in the back and they come over, give you a hand job, feed you. Yeah. 
Well, why wouldn't you just hire some like uh, you know uh, what's her name uh, the Anne uh, Smith or whatever? What's her name? I have no idea who the fuck you're talking you know, about. You know, and Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, why wouldn't you just go find one of those? Uh, because I don't want to marry this woman. I just want to pay for my my whatever stay until I die. And and you, if I'm in a brothel, I can get a different one every day. Yeah, I guess you. But yeah, I, I imagine you could be like Hefner and get like a, if you're that wealthy. Well, he's not exactly senile yet. Dude, yeah, that, that I guy. Yeah, maybe, I don't yeah, know. It would He's take so goat. much money. My life would be pretty good. Would have to be pretty good to begin with. So that's uh, the that's the lo- that's the logical flaw. In so Wackerly, you're going to score this low because in your own mind, it's not that sick and wrong. I'm going to score it high on the. I'm going to masturbate thinking about this later. <laughs> Dude, I'm <laughs> fully post- erect score. I am posting pictures of these two girls on the site. But no, the, the reason you're going to score it kind of low is because you're like, well, that's not that sick and wrong. I would love for a girl to sit bare ass in my face. I'd love for a girl to stick her finger in my ass and shove it in my mouth. That sounds great. But wow. as an old person who's completely deranged and, you know, in dementia, has uh-huh. no idea where he is. He probably isn't even, you know, he's getting rubbed by this woman to, for an erection competition. It's kind of sick and wrong that two girls, young girls, would engage in this type of activity. So you are, do you think that when you get dementia, you're all of a sudden frightened of sex? I think you're frightened of being abused and smacked with a cane and having some girl, like, pat you on the tits and shove her finger in your ass. Right. And you can't, and, you, and you're unable to actually say, hey, nurse. Uh, these two girls, my my nursing assistants, uh-huh. are shoving their fingers in my ass and smacking about, me in the head say, with a cane. Can you say like, okay, now lick my balls <laughs> slower, <laughs> faster? Now my, just the tip. My point is, <laughs> can you say that you wouldn't be able to enjoy this. You'd be frightened. Well, doesn't I mean if it's an erection competition, there are erections, <laughs> and having an erection doesn't that mean at some level you are enjoying it? But but what if you don't know why you're having the erection? I mean, come on, because there's a hot chick rubbing my balls. But you're scared because you are, you're... You're just stretching it. You're stretching it. I think, the, you know, you're trying to make it scary. I think your best bet now to salvage a score out of this is to, you know, think about it from the girl's point of view with their hands and some disgusting old man balls. <laughs> yeah, but they're doing on it on his... their own volition. All I'm saying, they took disgusting. advantage. I mean, we t- t- do stories about a lot of people that do stuff on their own volition that's disgusting. Like the guy who cuts his own toes off. I guess they are shoving their fingers up at old people's, you know, anuses. That's yeah, kind of nasty. Right. And then, yeah, and the thought that the fact that they'd stick it in each other's mouths—it's just kind of weird what what you know these high school kids get up to these days. I know. I think they're all uh, so smoking on the sick and wrong star scale. I'm giving it three point seven five. I'm giving it five erect dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a new scoring here. New scoring well, it system. Doesn't come up very often. Usually, I'm not gonna beat off to the story later. You just like it because it's erotically charged. <laughs> what do you have here for episode one fifty one? My story is not erotically charged at all. Sick and, uh, bastard. Here, look at the picture of this woman, and uh, you can tell me if you're... Well, no, I can't find Dude, it. Dude, she does not give me a stiff erection here. Oh, yeah. she, she the gets look on her new... face is just like, you are never going to have your balls touched ever by me. Dude, she, she gives me like, I'm giving her negative five erections. She's disgusting. Plus, she has a tube up her nose and what looks like well, something covering her tracheotomy. I don't even understand what the tube's all about. No, neither do I. Let's see if the story tells us. Uh, Michelle Lynn Kehoe 
which is like a sort Kehoe. of like a Jamie Lynn Spears type name, although she doesn't look anything like her, is being held on $2.5 million bail at the Buchanan County, Iowa jail, where she has been since she was released from a hospital November 15th. She was in the hospital for injuries stemming from the day she allegedly drove her sons to, to a lake in central Iowa, covered their eyes, mouths, nose, and noses with duct tape, and slashed their throats, Jesus. according to prosecutors. Now, you know, the kids' throats have obviously been slashed. That's not in question. It's just in question whether she did it or not. Kehoe's two-year-old son was found dead the morning of October 27th outside the family's van which was parked a short distance from the Hook and Liner Pond in Littleton, Iowa. How old was the kid that was found dead? Two. Okay, two-year-old? Yeah, her seven-year-old son was injured but still alive inside the van. He was rushed, rushed to the hospital for surgery, according to the Iowa Department of Public Safety. So, wait, 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 I don't mean to, to uh, impede your progress here, but is this like a minivan, or is this one of those 70s vans with a picture on the side? Uh, that would make the story that much more awesome, but I'm willing to bet it's a minivan. Not many people besides, like, you know, plumbers and just stoners have the Serial rapists. Yeah, yeah, serial rapists. Usually, like, a, it's probably, like, a 1988 Dodge Caravan. Dodge Caravan. Shit, That's right? kind of what I'm picturing. A little um, rusty on the wood paneling. And actually, it's the family's second van, which will become more apparent later on. Um, The seven-year-old, uh, once he got fixed up there... And talk, started talking to cops, said that his mom started with him first. Ooh. Um, so, you know, sometimes this is a pretty little kid, seven years old. Sometimes, you know, they're just freaked out and they like try and say that my mommy didn't do anything and blah, blah, blah. This kid's just totally implicating her. Uh, he said that his mom started with him first, taking him from the van before taping his face and cutting his throat, according to a police affidavit filed in Buchanan County Court. So she taped over his mouth and then and slit nose, his throat. And eyes with duct tape and then slit his throat, which makes me think he probably would have suffocated from the tape except for the fact that she opened up his windpipe, you know, so he could be like, <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I can breathe much better now. <laughs> the boy told police that Kehoe then moved on to his two-year-old brother. So he's laying there on the ground in the dirt and snow, I assume, uh, with, like, you know, his blood leaking out of his fucking Bleeding aorta. Bleeding profusely from his, yeah, from his neck. Or aorta, is it? No, aorta or something else. His juggler. Yeah, jugular. Uh, and his mom goes back to get his two-year-old brother, uh, and the older boy said he recalled... His two-year-old brother's like, me next. Right. His older brother's... The older boy said he recalled his brother's cries as she repeated the attack on him, although he can't see it because he's like, you know, his eyes are duct taped. Eyes are duct taped, so It's yeah. all by uh, sound at this so point. So he could actually hear his brother's throat being slit. Right, and he's screaming while you'll, it's ne- you'll never forget no, that. Mommy, no, Dude, mommy. It, seriously, no, no matter how many hours of therapy you, you go through, you're not right. going to be able to forget that. Well, he also has a huge neck scar. Yeah, okay, him. yeah, I forgot about that. Every time you look in the mirror, my mom was a bitch. Yeah. You don't know why? Yeah. Kehoe initially uh, denied involvement in the attacks, blaming them on a stranger. I'm sure it was like a black person or Mexican. (laughs) He was black. He was Mexican. There's this, I don't know what he looked like. He was just black. There's probably like one black person in uh, Buchanan County. It's probably OJ. Yeah. Um, Eventually, she told police that she acquired the knife and duct tape weeks earlier, but could not explain why she had acquired these items. She's a nutter. 
Yeah, I don't know why they don't ever use a knife that like they have laying around the kitchen. Because then you don't have to explain why you purchased a knife. Well, where where did she go? She went and got a Ginsu knife. I don't understand. I guess. Like, she what kind of Ace knife Hardware. did you buy? Okay, yeah, I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> Kehoe's arrest came just and okay. And this is the other fucking thing. I don't understand. They say she got out of the hospital, and that's why she was arrested. I don't know what she was in the hospital for. But maybe this has something to do with it. Three months prior to this happening. Uh, Kehoe was driving the boys to the library when a, when her car hit a curb, skidded on ice, and plunged into the river. <laughs> As rushing waters filled the car, I guess I thought this was a van also, but they don't say it was a van. It's just another car. Uh, four people, four passersby stopped their cars, jumped out, you know, uh, tried to be hero, and actually were heroes apparently, jumped into the icy waters and one by one Jesus, dude. swam ashore with Kehoe and her boys. Good Samaritans. Now, we always frown on good Samaritans here on the show. Well, we always just said that we would not do that. Yeah, no, seriously. I would call somebody to do it. Right, but like... Be like, hey, dude, jump in that water. Icy waters are drowning these kids. You're going to wait for the cops. But you you know what I find interesting or spurious, I guess, about this story is the fact that she hit a quote-unquote curb. Yeah. Well, at the time, everybody just thought it was an accident, right? And but now there, some people are uh, suspecting that maybe there was yeah, foul play. There I too. might speculate some foul play but here. Prosecutors are not going after that. Um, they won't even comment on whether they were related. Um, Did you think it? What, where, where's her what husband? Get, where's this, her husband? The kids. This this kid's uh, throat getting slit was in October. So three months prior to that is what. September, August, July. July. It'd be in July. So what the fuck are they calling these icy river waters in July? I don't know. Maybe it's cold and uh, <laughs> I don't know. They, um, that doesn't make any sense. It's Iowa. You know what? I'm so three months prior, the governor commended these heroes. Oh, okay. So it so probably it happened, happened in the, the year yeah, before. Probably happened a year before. Yeah, back when it so, was cold. so where's her husband in all this? I don't understand. These guys marry these crazy ladies that kill their offspring. Um, you ever notice that? Doesn't say where the husband is. I'm suspecting by the fact that she's fucking nuts and that she looks like... And she's like, butt uh, ugly. She's butt ugly. Looks like a little boy with a, you know, No, she looks like one of the dudes in Gummo. She looks like one of the dudes in Gummo. Uh, I'm assuming he took off long ago. Yeah, I think he probably split. Yeah. As his kids probably should have done the same thing. They yeah, you can't really suit. do that when you're a kid. <laughs> you're so, stuck. So on the sick and wrong star scale, could you imagine, I mean, just kind of fathom the horror... Of like having your throat slit, your face duct tape, and then you get to listen. Wanting to be dead. Yeah, but then you get to listen to your uh, your younger brother being murdered. Uh, it's just disgusting. I think I think they should let the seven year old like meet out justice or the execution on his mom. So I wonder what happened to the seven year old. Little tiny stabs. <laughs> little tiny like Chucky stabs. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm gonna have to give this a five star, dude. I mean seriously, this. The fact that the kid had to listen to the uh, the horror of his right. brother and being just murdered. Your, just imagine not even having your throat cut, but just having your whole face duct taped shut. Like your <laughs> mouth, nose, and eyes all duct taped shut. It's like, Tightly. Mom, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah I don't know, dude. She's That's got horrible. She's like, insane look in her eye. Uh, I'm giving it zero erect dicks <laughs> and 4.9 bronze stars. All right. Well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. So the listener's story, actually, that we got for uh, episode 151 here, we received the same story from about 12 people. Because you know, you know how our show is rather popular in the UK. 
I think it's the um, with the blokes and lasses. No, you know, I think the uh, the limeys are enlightened over there, so they can understand our sense of humor. Even Bill Hicks is really popular in the UK. I think we kind of follow in the same line there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as talented. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, we, we've had all these uh, UK listeners send in this story. First guy that sent it in was a guy named Stuart. I love the name Stuart. Don't you just love that name? Isn't that one of the royal names over there? The house Stuart? of Stuart? I don't know. I just, I just yeah, I mean, you could shorten it to Stu. I had a friend Stuby. named Stuart in, in college. And what'd you call him, Stu? Stu. Hey, Stu. He was a huge drunk. I just like Stuart, you know? You look at a kid like Stuart, and he's just kind of staring up at the trees. <laughs> You know, There's a good Dead Milkman song yeah. called Stuart. Stuart, how, how's a kid like Stuart going to know what the queers are doing to the soil? Exactly. Exactly. So uh, he writes, hey guys, my name is Stuart, and I live in Boston, UK, which is new to me. I didn't know there was a Boston over there. I wonder if he's annoying as the people from Boston in the <laughs> United States. I found the show on iTunes and have listened to the first 97 episodes, hoping to catch up before the end of 2008. <laughs> It's a goal. It's good that you have goals there, Stuart. Aspirations. <laughs> I, have, I have a sick and wrong story from you for you from the UK press. I've taken this from the BBC website. Um, this guy is one sick fuck and deserves to spend time in a US Supermax jail being jackhammered per- permanently and not a pussy UK jail. Right. I like that I, you Stuart recognized. I kind of like Stuart's, uh, yeah, I like his recognition of how pussy the UK prison system is. It seems like he's studied the US prison, prison system. Because he knows like the term Supermax. Super terms and. Yeah, it's probably, dude, I bet you... They, you know what You know what it is? Probably the BBC 17, or which I don't know how many fucking channels they have, all owned by the did government. Did a documentary on it. Yeah, well, they probably have just shows all the time about how, like, barbaric American jails are. And then they're like, this man gets three days for raping an infant. <laughs> you'd never believe proper, the... proper justice in... You'd never in, believe the barbarism that takes place in the United States. Lots of buggery. <laughs> Capital punishment. No, but seriously, dude, this guy does deserve to spend time in the U.S. Supermax jail. I do like the term Supermax. You know you're a badass if you're in the Supermax. Right. It's like you you commit a crime and you go before the judge and you're like, would you please supersize my prison, <laughs> my prison term, please? So check out this headline. Dad raped daughters for 27 years. It's a long time. Yeah. How uh, old are the daughters? Uh, they're older now, but, uh... Did you just straight out rape right out of the womb, or did you wait for them to <laughs> ripen up and mature a little bit? No, they're, I think they're mature, but yeah, he started raping them early, that's for sure. A British man was jailed for raping two of his daughters and fathering nine children over 27 years. It's a case that echoes Austria's Joseph Fritzl, who you uh, might recall that dude. Right, he had the Gollum-type children that lived in his dungeon. In his basement with his daughter. Uh, the two daughters were made pregnant 19 times. There were nine births, five miscarriages, and five terminations. Seven of the children are alive but suffer genetic deformities. Huh. Seriously, this so guy... So what does the, the abortionists say when, uh, you know, you come in from abortion? Isn't that they like... You know, where's the dad? Where's the father? <laughs> and the, and the like, girl's like, where's the dad? Like <laughs> winking behind her, like he's right there. It's well, what funny. I wonder about terminations, dude. I don't think this guy was going to an abortionist. I think this guy was probably practicing his own baby termination. Oh, okay. You know, uh, and five miscarriages. Like a turkey baster with Drano in it or something. I think he was using darts. English people love darts. Yeah. 
They do love darts. Uh, but seriously, though, it sounds like he was making his own freak progeny. Like, he could start his own traveling sideshow here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but I mean, you ever read that book, Geek Love? I couldn't get through it. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. The mother and father Yeah, were... yeah, the concept was cool. It just started to go on and on and on. <laughs> it's written by a woman, and that's I blame it on that, you know, just in love with the sound of her own voice like they all are. Yeah, it was a bit long-winded. Uh, but I still recommend the book. Check out Geek Love. Catherine Dunn. Ladies, you know I'm joking. You know I love you. <laughs> the father here, who cannot be named because they don't want to re- reveal the identification of his victims, he pled guilty at a Sheffield Crown Court in northern England where the crime actually take place. And he was sentenced, believe it Community or not. service? Pick-breaking <laughs> 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 leaves on the courthouse lawn? He was actually sentenced to serve 25 life sentences to run cons- concurrently. Holy shit. Dude, it's Probably the most severe sentence ever passed in England. I mean, what the fuck? That's weird. Well, you know what I find interesting about it? You can, like, murder an entire kindergarten class, and they'll give you, like, 15 years. Well, what I find interesting about it, so this happened in northern England, and so, you know, seven of the children that are alive suffer genetic deformities. But don't you think they probably look just like all the other northern birds? It's hard. You have to have a good eye to (laughs) To distinguish between, like, the actual northern bird and the actual girl who's deformed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised. That's not, that's not a birth defect. That's the that's Miss Sheffield, 2008. Smile, you love. American jackass. C three teeth. <laughs> the judge said the minimum term the 56 year old rapist should serve in jail. Slightly symmetrical. What are you talking about? She's not retarded. <laughs> The judge said the minimum term the 56-year-old rapist should serve in jail should be about 19 and a half years, which is still pretty severe. I mean, dude, there's murderers who get off in two. They're saying he's going to get off in 19 and a half years? The minimum term. Oh. So good behavior, man. So how does 25 life sentences turn into that? Yeah, I don't even understand. I don't think he would ever, but whatever. It's the English judicial system here. Right. They'll probably give him the wrong type of tea one day, and he'll like get out on the technicality. (laughs) The victims of these terrible crimes have asked... I've asked uh, the, the, the chief superintendent of police to say, the father's detention prison brings us only the knowledge that he cannot physically touch us again. The suffering he has caused will continue for many years, and we must now concentrate our thoughts on finding the strength to rebuild our lives. Apparently, the daughters first told police about their ordeal this past June, but the abuse had been going on since 1981. I guess there are daily attacks, and that for long periods, they would be raped up to three times a week. Dude, that's one horny old goat. Well, how Seriously. many daughters are there? Two that were being raped. So that's six rapes a week, or they share the load of the three? I think it was each one was being raped three times a week, so that's like <laughs> six times a week. I thought when you, when you age, you tend to, your, your sex drive, your testosterone levels decrease. <clears throat> well, why does this guy just jerk off? I mean... I don't know. I guess if you have two hot daughters living in your house. Yeah, it's hard to resist. But dude, I don't know. They're from Northern England. I don't think they're all that hot. Right, but he doesn't know any better. Yeah. It's better than have, like uh, sticking he's a like, leech up your ass. He's like at the he's at the dirty porno store. I don't want these jugs. Do you have any Northern <laughs> Birds Naked magazine? It's the only thing I can get off to. Real, real ladies in there. Apparently, the assaults would continue through the pregnancies. So this dude, this guy had no qualms about having sex with his pregnant daughters. Do you have any qualms? Uh, this is a good question. Do you have any qualms about having sex with a pregnant lady? Yeah, dude. You don't? 
Um, I don't know. That's what I'm asking the questions here. Dude, weigh the pros and cons. The pros. The cons is you, when it grabs onto your dick. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's what I was saying. The pros are she's got great tits. They're huge. Right. The cons are you're going to have a, Sometimes a genetically deformed a funny, though. baby, though. You're going to, I mean, seriously, you're, you're no, on you're top not. of the, you're going to have a genetically deformed baby that probably looks like a northern bird. And I mean, the worst part about it is what if you felt a little hand poking like the tip of your <laughs> cock? Might be nice. <laughs> it's like a, I'm having vaginal penetration and getting a hand job at the same time. It's crazy. I don't know, dude. I don't dig fat chicks. I know you're into the fat chick thing, but uh-huh. yeah, seriously. Okay. <laughs> it's just I sure. don't think it would do it for me. And especially if they were my daughters. I think that would just kill it. That wasn't the question. <laughs> if either daughter tried to refuse their father's attacks, they would be punched, kicked, or have, have their face held to the flames of a gas fire, burning uh-huh. their eyes and arms. Yeah, once again, how can you really tell afterwards? <laughs> Dude, I mean, uh, much like every other northern bird out there. So, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. Cynthia, your face looks a little more melted today than usual. <laughs> what? What's going on with that? Are you using a new concealer? That's just- right. I know a makeup term. Fuck concealer. you. <laughs> <laughs> is that rouge on your face or is that just a bruise? Uh, despite visiting hospitals and meeting with social workers over 27 years of abuse, no investigation was ever launched into the family. Can so we just do a, we, an entire show where we just do like old English ladies voice? Well, you know, I can, it's fun. I can see why Monty Python did it so often. Yeah, but you you kind of sound like the, uh, the 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 parodies of the hookers that were killed by Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? like these Yorkshire hookers. Uh huh. That's how I like them. <laughs> I don't even really know what a northern bird sounds like. No, I imagine sure some kind of chad. I, I mean, all English people sound the same to me. All British people sound the same to me. They, yeah, they I can't claim understand to have one all word. these different uh, you know, well, no, regional like, dialects, but I don't really get it. Yeah, like the Cockney accent, the Geordie accent. Dude, they all just sound foreign to me. Right, seriously. so what's your dad's is a Leeds-ish accent? I guess, isn't that northern England? So I, I guess he's, he was probably I have no the, idea. He was probably into the northern birds. So on the sick and wrong star scale... He's not as extreme as Joseph Fritzl. I mean, Joseph Fritzl, you know, created his own dungeon in his basement. Right, wrote fake letters from his daughter to his actual wife about where she was. Exactly. This dude just moved around and raped his daughters for 27 years. Pretty bold when you think about it. Like, I'm just going to rape my daughters and hope they don't say anything to anybody. I'm picturing some English fisherman that just, like, fished for leeches for dinner. Uh Uh-huh. You know, came in and just kind of was like, ah, oh, we're going to move to Bristol. Now we're going to move to Manchester, and I'm just going to continue raping you. The, gr- it the girls says probably that they moved around a lot? Yeah, no, it said that uh, oh, they I moved from town part. to town. That's why he was never caught. Okay. So, no, what, what I'm saying, what's interesting about it is that he had this whole family of genetically deformed progeny, uh-huh. and that's what's going Spawn. to make me give this a 4.5. Uh, are there any pictures? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I'm do picturing descri- Belial from Basket Case. Do they so. describe the deformities? They just say genetic deformities. Four stars. Four stars, no pictures. No pictures, no description. <laughs> I mean, I need to know if they have, like, you know, no shins or whether their <laughs> hands come out of the side of their head or two scrotums yeah. yeah a taint for a face yeah right. you, you want to know something like that <laughs> we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that go vote sickandwrongpodcast.com you can decide who won episode 151 feel free to call the sick and wrong junk dial line you think that dial a slut chick is busy 
Can I help you, sir? Well, actually, it is uh, that time. We're nearing the end of the show. As usual, we tend to get to phone calls to yeah. the Sick or Wrong Drunk Dial line. People can call the Drunk Dial line at 206-666-3846 or send us an email. We always like to hear what you have to say. Not always, sick wrong... but usually. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it sucks. <laughs> email sickandwrongpodcast at uh, hotmail.com. I know we received a number of calls this week, so um, let's do uh, call number one here. All right. Hi, Dean Wacker. It's your ever-loving fan, Kendra. Love how she calls you Wacker. I called in in a while, so I was long overdue. Um, I've been a little behind in listening to the shows recently, but I got a chance to listen to episode 148 today when I was at a dentist appointment. <laughs> I haven't seen a dentist in something like four years, and I was pretty certain that I had a bunch of cavities. It's free, though. Because of the fact that I've been on methadone for the last four years. Yeah, and it's free there, right? Yeah, but dude, she hasn't seen a dentist in four years. So. It's kind of gross, isn't it? She's not saying she hasn't brushed her teeth in four years. <laughs> no, but dude, you got to go to a dentist at least once a year. Really? Is that the schedule? Dude, I have an issue with girls who don't have, that don't, uh, you know, use dental hygiene. I do not have that issue. Dude, you would, wait, wait, you would sleep with a girl that uh, has crooked teeth? I love the crooked teeth. I think it's hot. You're, you're like the uh, think about it this way, like all the Arquettes, Rosanna and Patricia Arquette, they all have crooked teeth. Yeah, look at their teeth; they have horrible overbites and they're all jaggy. Dude, it's girls hot. should have braces at a young age. No, That's all too, I'm saying. Too straight of teeth makes it look like a Barbie doll. I don't know, Wackerly, you and your flaws. I don't I like understand the flaws. it. I don't understand why I you like, like the flaws. Here's the difference, okay? You want a little art history lesson? You are like the classical form guy, and I'm like the Baroque period guy. Okay, so you like the <laughs> thicker girls with shitty teeth. You should move to Northern England. I should. <laughs> All right. There's a little known fact being that methadone completely fucks up your teeth. But okay, to my surprise, it. my teeth were A-okay. My theory is that okay, that's good. the cum counteracts all the effects of methadone creating the cavities. So. Okay, did you get that or did you talk over it? Wait, she just said that cum counteracts the, uh, the, uh, the effect that methadone had on her cavities? Yeah, so the reason we like Kendra is that she's completely painfully honest about every part of her life. So she's, she's saying she's gargled so much cum in the last four years that they've count- that's counter it's you know i don't know the protein is added to the enamel of her teeth or something or it affects it you know i not only admire her honesty i admire the fact that she gargles so much cum that's pretty cool <laughs> but your brother's teeth is teeth are horrible yeah i know that doesn't make any <laughs> he sense he drinks a lot of soda <laughs> and smokes if you ever want a girl to swallow your cum, just tell her that it'll keep her from getting cavities. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's gonna work. <laughs> Dude, I try that every I try that every day at work. It does never never works. Anyways, in episode 148, Waggerly was discussing his recent breakup, and the topic turned to sex when you're still living with somebody that you've broken up. Yeah. Waggerly mentioned that he didn't get any of that with his now ex. And I wanted to talk about a breakup that I had a while ago. I broke up with a guy that I'd been dating for about three years. We were living together for the last two years of our relationship. And we didn't have any sex at all during the last year and a half of our relationship. 
So, Jesus. yeah, there's uh, Year definitely and a half? situations. Why did it take so long to break up? I, I don't understand. How could you live with somebody and date them and not have sex with them for a year and a half? Right, which really wasn't what I was talking about at all. I was talking about we broke up and then the sex stopped and she was just still living there for two weeks. Oh, yeah, because she was she was waiting to move. Right, so it's a little different, but let's see. Slightly what, different. Let's let her close this thought out. Situations where you can break up with a person and not at all want to sleep with them during the time that you're still living together before one of you ends up moving out. I also wanted. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's this, enough. This, this, <laughs> two points per couple or per yeah, show. Two points per call. That's it. But no, no. Um, uh, yeah. Kendra does bring up an interesting point. I think it happens with a lot of relationships when um, it's kind of run its course. And one of you should just kind of cut it off. If there's no physical, how? Yeah, but a year and a half—that's too long. Jesus, so talk you about waited too long. Talk You're about both beating a dead horse. Yeah, both way too passive aggressive in that relationship. You know, like I, just I, waiting for the other person to do it for a year and a half. But you know what I've gleaned from Kendra's forum postings? I think she's learned from her mistakes. She she tends to get laid more than I think most people on that forum. Uh, I would say that's probably true. Myself included. Definitely me. <laughs> But no, thank you, Kendra, for calling in. It's always good to hear from you. Kendra. Right. Well, it's interesting that that point kind of segues into this next call, uh, and I'm just going to let it roll. Hello, this is Lance Lockley's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I was just listening to an earlier podcast where you talked about our breakup. Well, the real reason we broke up, you would buy me a Christmas present. You think your hot shit, you're just cold diarrhea. <laughs> 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 I don't think that was her. It sounded a lot like her, but I, I don't. I think it was somebody playing a joke. I mean, I don't know, dude. If it was, do you her, think it was? If it was her, I mean, it kind of sounded like her voice. She's just fucking <laughs> outing me on the podcast. If it's pretty it, shitty. If it was her, she does have two good points, though. One, you do think you're hot shit. Um, and you're just cold diarrhea. And two, <laughs> which that's, I love that, that line. That was two points. Uh, no. I think I'm hot shit and that's <laughs> cold, cold diarrhea. That's two that's, points. That's one point. So three two, points. Dude, guaranteed, that's why the uh, relationship ended. Do you recall you didn't buy her a Christmas gift? Do Remember? I recall? This is my Christmas gambit that we talked about. <laughs> we talked about it on the Christmas Cancel show. Cancel Christmas. And I said... This isn't a good idea. But you know why? <laughs> Dude, women hold are you, a are grudge. Are you telling me so? Is this your telling me so? Dude, this, I is, told you this so? is your comeuppance. Guaranteed, really? dude. Really, now you're pulling this I'm not Dr. Drew. <laughs> I'm not even going to profess to be Dr. Drew. But all I have to say is I called it out. Beck, you can go listen to Christmas show last year. I oh, said, yeah, I'm gonna do not that. a good idea. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go back and listen to that one just to hear your sage advice. Dude, out of the many years of failed relationships that I've had, I've learned one thing. Women hold a grudge. Guaranteed, she was like, that motherfucker never bought me a Christmas gift. Wait, I can't, I can't even talk like your girlfriend talks. <laughs> she didn't sound like Mr. T, okay? I don't know where that, that came from. That motherfucker, I pity him because I'm going to dump his ass. Look at my cute in them jeans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I you know, I don't know. Uh, but no, what I'm saying is, my point is, women hold a grudge. And yeah. guaranteed, you could tell, she called the hotline. Yeah, well, if I'm feeling too lonely, I guess I could just keep playing this call. I'm going to sample a little bit of it here, just to get in the mood. Man, the sound of her voice Dude. really kind of makes me feel alone. <laughs> Your girlfriend kind of sounds like that Iowa girl. <laughs> you know what I'm... What I'm 
kind of wondering what's going to happen. Do you think this call will spawn other wackily ex-girlfriend imitators to start calling the second wrong hotline? So you're saying this is an imitator, or you're saying they are going to imitate based on my girlfriend calling in? You know, I wonder if that, you know, I question whether that's truly your ex-girlfriend. But I'm just I just wonder if this you is you have gonna... an ex-girlfriend? When is she going to call in? Yeah, I'm surprised she hasn't called. Well... Well, hopefully they don't. About. Hopefully they don't. But I uh, know it's she brings up an interesting, two interesting points. <laughs> What's the third call? This is from uh, my other favorite female listener. <laughs> my girlfriend doesn't count. Which one? Hi, sick and wrong guys. It's Heather, the soccer mom. Oh yeah, I love her. I, tr- I try to like. Huh? She sent us the moonshine. Yes. We love her. I thought you were signaling me that you wanted to say something. No, we love it. Sense the moonshine. To like, you know, not call every week because I don't want to dominate your phone call. So I'm just really, I'm really distraught over the whole bestiality thing. I cannot fucking believe that. That is the worst. Okay, hold on one second. I need to say something here. So she doesn't eat animals. She doesn't fuck animals. I don't understand. Wet wet blanket. (laughs) I don't understand where this mentality is coming from. Although her voice makes me think of a really fun stripper. Like the stripper that that you really, you go there and you're just like, man, this girl's a good time. I really think she likes me. (laughs) Her teeth are crooked and she's got a nice ass. Yeah. No, you That's why I like her so much. She pictures me. me worked up. She pictures me. She what I picture when I hear her voice sounds like a stripper from like Saginaw, Michigan, or Columbus, right. Ohio. Those are my favorite that, strippers because like, yeah. those are the strippers of my youth. Yeah, exactly. She reminds me of a stripper of my youth. Right. Okay, ready. It's got to be the worst, the most sick and wrong shit I've ever heard on your on your on your show. I'm serious. That is that is so wrong. That is so, so wrong. Vote, vote for that. But, and, and I'm so happy, Dee, that you do not eat animals, although you eat shrimp. We won't get into that. I'm happy <laughs> that you at least are a vegetarian. And I want to ask one question. Are the pictures of you guys on your website really you guys? Because that's not how I picture you. It's okay if it is. I'm just curious. Like when you click photos, the top photos are like you guys, and it's like, D with his hand half down his pants and like Lance, I don't know, like with some long hair. It could be. And a long sword, bitch. You know you saw it. You know you noticed that sword. And I don't, don't make fun of her accent, dude. That's not what I was talking about when I said she sounds like a fun stripper. She's know, not going to call in anymore. I think she already true. hates us because she thinks that we make every d- dumb person in a story sound like they're from the South. Dude, I'm saying it sounds sexy when you hear that. So wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the act. Yeah, it's just the level of excitement and, you know. I don't know. Yeah, get into she's, that. She's <laughs> Right. But dude, seriously though, I don't see why everyone always sends us these emails saying, those pictures aren't what I pictured you. That picture's wackily from like high school. Right. You know, I mean, when, when you used to collect, did you still have that sword collection? Uh, not with me in Oakland, although sometimes I wish I did, but it's in storage. It's in safe And the battle axes and all that. Nope, th- my picture is only from a couple of years ago. I didn't have that gut when I was in high school. Well college yeah college more okay. than a couple years a ago. few years ago all what right are you, 10 what are, you, what are you thinking you're 28 now or something but you gotta admit the ladies love the mullet yes you should bring it back yeah 10 percent up front nine percent in the back so you were saying that maybe for the three-year uh, episode 156 we might put up some current pictures 
We might put up some current pictures for the three-year anniversary. <laughs> just to, just to kind of shake things up out there. I don't want to get everyone's hopes up, because all the ladies are going to be in a titter right now. Yeah, but if we're going to do it, you want to hype it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like Dr. Strangelove. If you have the bomb, you have to say that you have it. Give you something to look forward to. All right. I could see that. And, and that's, okay. I'm just curious if that's really you guys. Okay. And the next thing I have to say, just because I need to rant, She's wasted. I'm drinking white Russians tonight okay. in honor of my ex-sister-in-law, who is a fucking Russian, and who just left my brother, who was a multi-millionaire with a private jet, but because the economy has collapsed, he's not so rich anymore, and she decided to fucking take off, so... We're in like a heated custody battle over my niece, Anastasia Sagbiana. Davis is her last name, right? <laughs> Big Russian name, then little English last name. Anyways, that fucking cunt, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking... <laughs> Not her niece, I assume. Mom. <laughs> White Russians in honor of my ex-fucking gold-digging fucking sister-in-law. Now, doesn't a White Russian have milk in it? That's not very vegan. She yeah, makes soy exactly. milk in her white Russian. Yeah, I That's disgusting. I wonder if she's doing a soy milk uh, white Russian. Maybe she can follow <laughs> up next week. Sister-in-law, who I intend to stomp into the fucking ground. So, amen, brothers. Sit sick and wrong. And I'm drunk, so good night. I would give her the biggest tip ever. Dude, I, I bet you her husband got got anal that night. Yeah. I guarantee he did. So, All dude. Lubed up soy milk so, anal. So, it sounds like her brother here was, what, Texas billionaire or something? He made, yeah, made a lot of money. I think it's Tennessee. Why would he go and mail order a Russian bride? Uh, I don't know. But you never the, trust a Russian. Yeah, they are chiselers. Oh, dude. There, you know, there's a lot of Russians in San Francisco, and they're always like I would never some marry shady one. Dealings. They're, they're always underhanded, and some that, of that's them are the really thing. hot though. I, I you love, gotta admit. Yeah, dude. Like there's the so many one, hot Russian chicks. Yeah, you know, Svetka from Minsk. Have you ever noticed some of those porn sites, like RedTube or whatever, like? You know, hot Russian threesome. It's like yeah. every chick in Russia just, you're like, wow, she's hot. Yeah. That chick's hot. I can see what happened here, though. This dude probably met some smoking hot Russian girl. Oksana like, Bayul or whatever. that uh, what Or she, Olga Kurlyanko yeah. from the James Bond movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like he probably married her. And as soon as he started, like, you know, losing a little bit of money, she's like, yeah, I'm out of here. You go the find kid. the next rich guy with the kid. Yeah. You know, if you ask me, dude, you should take this as a starting over point. Slate's cleared. Go find another hottie. Make your fortune back. <laughs> This time, don't marry a Russian. Get a down-home Tennessee girl with a still in the hills. <laughs> that drinks white Russians. Yeah. To well, the point she sister, passes dude. out and gives you anal. Oh, yeah, sister. okay. <laughs> well, thanks, uh, soccer mom. We love hearing from you. And uh, feel free to call us again next time you're wasted. And, uh, yeah, send us some more. Um, send us some naked pics this time. It's always a lot of fun. Sure. People call the Signal Wrong hotline at 206-666-3846. So, Wankerly received a number of uh, emails here, and uh, one of them, actually, we might be able to use the Signal Wrong video of the week. We got this email from Logan. Was it, that, was it that video with the walrus playing the saxophone? Dude, I don't understand. Oh, wait, I sent that to you. <laughs> Wackerly sends me this video of a walrus playing a saxophone. Dude, like, do not make fun of me or I will put it up. Okay. I'm putting it in the forum. At I'm, least. I'm not gonna say anything. I don't know if you. It's if, awesome. 
Do you the were Mets, you were Lars pleasuring going, yourself to that? Lars were you? Is going nuts with the saxophone, and not only that, but his trainer is going nuts doing the twist in the background. It's <laughs> Post it on the forum. I will. Wackerly porn. No, this one we might actually use as a sickerong video of the week. He says, "Hey, Logan from San Leandro again. I love the name Logan. Logan and Stewart. Who is Logan's this guy? Run. Wolverine. Yeah. I saw this on Channel Two News this morning. Thought you guys might want to check it out." There's this website that has a camera mounted above one of the worst corners in the Tenderloin. Can't remember the streets. Something in Jones. Anyway, I know a lot of listeners wonder about the Tenderloin and what it's like. Checking out this website will give them a live feed of one of the worst corners in the loin. They showed a clip from the feed on the news of some dude beating the fuck out of another dude while people just swatched and drove by. Uh-huh. I think it's hilarious. So right. uh, maybe some of the other listeners will too. The website's www.justin.tv slash Adam's Block. And uh, the block actually is right behind me. I live at O'Farrell and Jones, where the Sick and Wrong studio is. This is Ellison Jones. Right. It does get exponentially shittier. Oh, dude, one block down. down. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, you go one block down, and yeah, you do see tranny hookers and it's, uh, uh, crack dealers. Yeah, it's logarithmic. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll post this live feed, and you can see what's going on a block away from the Sick and Wrong studio at all times. So uh, thank you, Logan, for sending that in. We also got an email here from P-Funk, who, if you recall from last week's show, he asked us, um, you know, for uh, gay bar recommendations. Yeah. And so uh, P-Funk was up here. Yeah, P-Funk was up here for Thanksgiving, and we we recommended The Edge. He says, thanks for the heads up. The first thing I noticed when I walked into The Edge, which is my brother's bar, was the overwhelming stench of dirty, sweaty armpits. Right, isn't that what gays like? It's like I, I thought they I musk. Thought, I thought they liked that, like that no deodorant. Yeah, it's like a pheromone. Dude smell. Since I could barely breathe, I only stayed there for it a drink. Not. I think P Funk must be a twink. Uh-huh. You think? So the infamous trough, which I think I've discussed here on the show a few times, was packed with shirtless, overweight, bald dudes. So I opted to use the facilities in another bar instead. The trough you know, is the piss trough in the restroom. That's why I don't hang out at my brother's bars, because there's no toilet. It's just a piss trough with a mirror above it, and yeah. dudes just chill back there. Yeah, looking at cock. They're not going to the bathroom, though. Like, you'll go back there to pee, and they'll be like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> just like, you know. Uh, pee shy? That's <laughs> what I'm doing? Fuck out of here. <laughs> You're giving me stage fright. Uh, he said the bartender was nice, but I'm pretty sure neither Mattress nor Jeffrey were behind the bar when I was there. Great city, by the way. I drank so much, I shit myself twice. Is that an expression or literally? He Probably literally, dude. You well, know, loose, bo- loose yeah, butthole. <laughs> loose butthole. Yeah, loose butthole. Lo- you lose elasticity of the anus. Uh, let me know when you're coming to Vegas, P-Funk. Will do there, P-Funk. I'm glad you enjoyed uh, The Edge just briefly, but I'm glad you enjoyed San Francisco. Finally, here we got an email from um, another listener named Jason. He says, hey, guys, thought you'd be amused by this. I just bought a new TomTom GPS unit. Wackerly, do you own a GPS unit? <laughs> I, I actually do have a shitty one. It doesn't have like roads or anything on it. It's just a digital screen. And Does it speak to you though? Does it doesn't it, do shit. It doesn't I'm, do I'm anything. I'm saying it's like from like ten or twelve years ago. Well, this guy, this is one of the uh, the with the navigation right, voices. right, that actual navigation thing that tells you where to go and where the road is. Yeah, I don't that shit. my my sister has one of those. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't think she'd be able to drive without it. He says, "I went to TomTom's site to download some extra navigation voices. Lo and behold, they have Billy Bob from Sling Blade as a voice." 
okay, I'm going to buy one of these things now. <laughs> so, <I had> so, <laughs> so Carl will tell you where to go? He says, I had to download that one. Who could resist the hypnotic wisdom of Billy Bob guiding you along your journey? Well, not Billy Bob. Carl, Carl from Sling Blade. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine? Turn a left up there. Mm-hmm. Now you're going the wrong way. Mm. <laughs> then go north. Some folks call it right, but I'm telling you to go north. Mm-hmm. I'd even download the voice from, uh, what's that Christmas movie? <laughs> oh, with a, oh uh, Bad Santa. Yeah. yeah, that's a great movie. That's Take my, a fucking rat! <laughs> if, if we can recommend one Christmas sick and wrong movie, it's Bad Santa. Go I'm check sure it out. I'm sure everybody's seen it. Yeah, I'm sure. No, you know, I heard they actually have Mr. T as a voice as well. Uh, I would have been a lot more into that, like, in 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, Carl from Sling Blade. Yeah, that I'm way into. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Thank you, Jason, for the recommendation. Finally, here we got an email from I wonder Nick. if you could get Tony Harrison from The Mighty Boots. Oh, from The Mighty Boots. Take the little a squid left. <laughs> You're going to take a left here. That would also be <laughs> This is an outrage. Make a U-turn. <laughs> you buck. <laughs> I would order that one. Uh, we also got an email here from Nicole, 21, from the UK. She says, my name's Nicole from the UK. I'm a new listener, but loving the show so far. What I don't get is why Americans love the English accent. <laughs> Yet when you get talking and drinking, all the love goes and yanks start, we saved your asses in the war. Really, the amount of times I've heard that, it's boring when the only reason I'm talking to the American is because the accent plus alcohol has increased his chances of fucking me by 60%. I'd love this if you read it on the show. Thanks, guys, for keeping up the good work. Nicole. Uh, I don't... What's her point? <laughs> Everything in she said is true. I, think I she's do love saying, the English <clears throat> accent. I love, uh, you know, uh, when a girl has the English accent. And we did see VRSs in the war. I know, exactly, dude. And it's like, you know what I think it is? First think, of all, we kicked your asses out of our fucking country. And then we saved your asses And then we the saved war. your asses. Twice! So you know what it seems to me is I think she just is one of those like uh, historical revisionists. Yeah. I think she refuses to accept historical fact. Right, and just one of those women who's never happy about anything. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I think You know what I think it is? She likes the American cock. Yeah, you how know? about that? Why do the English ladies <laughs> like American cock so much? She oh, likes our we arrogance. Kid. Nicole, we're just Our kidding. swagger. We're just kidding. Post your tits on the forum. Dude, the English guys. No, she's <laughs> no like, hard feelings. She's sick of dating these English puffs. And as soon as she hears some boisterous American come in with his swagger, all right. swarthy, yeah, she's it's like immediately like a, just a moist swamp down there. Totally, like dude. Florida. She's flowing like a river. Alligators exactly. and wombats are flying. Well, out of thanks, it. Nicole, for uh, writing in. And uh, yeah, keep uh, banging Americans. We like that. One of these days, you'll get to me. <laughs> <laughs> keep trying people if you haven't already sign up for the sick and wrong forum post many messages don't be a lurker we have uh, over 800 new members and uh, yeah a lot of nasty topics as of late you know some guy wrote in this uh, new new um, I think he's a new member of the forum his name's moon man or something like that I saw that yeah he's like sometimes been... I have a hard time t- t- figuring out who's a woman and who's a man yeah, they're kind of gender neutral with their names. Been listening to the show since episode 114, working my way through the rest. Started lurking on the forum a while ago. It's a gold mine in there. You mentioned episode 150, the thread Sick and Wrong as a Kid and Kendra's Shitting Contest. But did you also read the post by some guy who jacked off into a sock for three months and ended up with maggots on his dick? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I missed that one. that one. He goes, you don't need to surf the web for weird shit. It's all in the forum. 
The show keeps getting better and better. We'll be with you till the bitter end. I don't know if you. That's kinda, ominous. This is kind of foreboding. There, I don't. I don't know what's going to happen here, but uh, <laughs> we get bored and yeah, stop. Or <laughs> start killing people or something. I'm. Most I'm not likely. sure. Uh, also, subscribe to the show on iTunes. You really help us out, and leave us a comment. We love you when you leave us comments. Seriously, dude, we have like almost 80 comments now. I know. If you're lonely and need love, leave a comment. Yeah, dude, give us five stars. Give us a comment. You totally help us out. And very soon, I'm talking probably by this weekend, we will have the new T-shirts and stickers available on the site. Yeah, and uh, and why hasn't it happened yet? It's because I, I fucked Your up with my camera. camera my camera sucks. We, we could have done it, so I'm sorry. But people... Uh, make sure you check the site this weekend. We should have, and I will put postings on the forum as well. We should have the t-shirts for sale, and they're pretty damn cool. Guaranteed you'll get laid wearing one of those. Finally, here Wackerly. Guaranteed will not be honored. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, here Wackerly, um, the uh, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I'm going to have to dedicate it to Ozzy Osbourne. It's his birthday today. He was born December 3rd, 1948, Oi. 60 years old today. It's my birthday. Uh, shit, fuck. You kind of sound like the moon in Mighty Boosh. Well, he does kind of sound like that. <laughs> he does, yeah, he actually that does kind of sound like Ozzy. I never set out to be a businessman. I just wanted to have fun, fuck chicks, and do drugs. And snort ants <laughs> off the ground if uh, the movies I've seen about him are correct. So we got to do a shot here. This goes out. Happy birthday, Ozzy Osbourne. 60 years old. May he live for another, what, 10,000? One year. <laughs> He's still amazing. Uh, when's the last time you saw him live? Never. The dude doesn't even remember. He has to use Have like a teleprompter. Yeah, I've seen him with Sabbath. He has to use a teleprompter for the lyrics. So we're going to end the show here with my favorite Ozzy Osbourne song, Mr. Crowley. Great song. Yeah. So uh, people, make sure you stay tuned. We'll be back next week with episode 152. We're coming up on the Christmas show, and we're coming up on the Sick and Wrong three-year anniversary show very soon. So uh, thank you for tuning in supporting us for all these years. We'll be back next week with episode 152. Until then, take it sleazy. Mr. Crowley, what went on in your head?